Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And greetings and salutations, brothers and sisters. Welcome to the best show on your radio. It is Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. Got my man, Harry Douglas. I am Freddie Coleman. We're presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80, and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN radio on this election day. If elected, we will serve. If nominated, we will run because that's exactly what we're going to do on this Tuesday like we normally do, Harry, each and every day right here in ESPN Radio. Yeah, love Tuesday. You know what, Freddie? I love every day that I get to do this show with you and yeah. also Devin, Cosine. Shannon, Sam, yep. Mark, when he's with us. We mm-hmm. have a good time, man. Absolutely. We give the people the information, mm-hmm. but we know how to have fun with the information. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh-huh. buckle up your seat belts and enjoy the ride. Put it this way. That's magnificent and frightening at the same time that we're leading on this show based on what you just said because all that is definitely true you want to be a part of the election day festivities when it comes to us you can be a part of the chat by joining freddie and harry nation on the dr pepper call on the line hit us up at triple eight say espn that's 888-729-3776 don't forget espn nation presented by dr pepper it's not college football season or harry doug's being magnificent and frightening at the same time without a delicious taste and ice cold dr pepper the one fans deserve And Freddie, let me start this thing off the right way. How Uh does it feel to actually, Uh you know, have not one, but both of your teams lose this week? It happens. It happens. (laughs) I've had weeks where both of my teams, the Jets and Cowboys, have won. But the whole staff lost this week. Yes. Your Falcons lost. We was, we was waiting on you, baby. We was waiting for Monday Night Football to be over with so you could join us fully. Yeah, your, your Falcons <laughs> lost. Devin Kane and Shannon Penn, their Giants lost. Sam Pierce and my Jets lost last night. My Cowboys lost on Sunday. The good news is, outside of that, we went 3-0 on NFL picks against the ESPN yes. Radio Compadres when it comes to the Pick'em Challenge. It was one of those like have-and-have-not <laughs> situations for the show. <laughs> it was br- it is, it is bad. Listen, it, it is actually bad uh-huh. that I was like, man, if the Jets lose, that uh-huh. means all of our teams would, would have gone were, down this week. You were rooting against them, weren't you? you weren't I rooting. wanted them to win, but once I started to see the score and that nonsense out there, I was uh, like, oh. You lie. We all together you're now. You're lying through those teeth of yours when it comes to that. You lie as far as that goes. We're, we're the lovable losers. <laughs> yes, yeah. we are. And I tell you what, the Giants better keep losing. Uh, Tank. Uh, the Tankathon, according tank-a-thon. to Devin Kane. Yeah, but speaking of lovable losers, we never thought we'd say that about the Patriots and their head coach, Bill Belichick. Ten minutes away from how did Billy B answer this question. Bill, have you been given any assurances from ownership about your job status for the rest of the season? You'll hear that answer in about 10 minutes. But before we get to that thing, it's always about this thing. The main thing, the main 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 thing. The main thing with Freddie and Harry. I'm going to defer to my man Harry Douglas on this one. When it comes to Zach Wilson. And what did he call it? The experiment not too long ago. <laughs> what do you think about the patient on the operating table now when it comes to Zach Wilson being quarterback going forward with the New York Jets? I think it should be over. After this season, it should be done. 
The experiment should be over. And I, and I think the Jets as an organization, as a front office, it comes a time where you have to admit, okay, you made a mistake. And then sometimes it's hard for front office executives to do that. Right. But that's one of the things I applaud the San Francisco 49ers for doing when it came to Trey Lance. Hey, mm-hmm. we didn't hit on it. We missed. We got to move on. Right. Like I think the quicker the New York Jets move on from Zach Wilson, then you figure other things out, life after Aaron Rodgers, right? Mm-hmm. But, I, but it's just watching them. And watching this defense, Freddie, and I hate when great football gets wasted, and that's what I dis- seen display last night. That defense really held its own and made things hell for Justin Herbert, another one of those upper echelon quarterbacks that they, you know, make made work um, mm-hmm. time and time again throughout that ball game. Right. But that defense is getting wasted because of the lack of. I would say, production from the offensive side of the ball. And it's a sad thing to see. Troy Aikman, Football Hall of Famer, now Monday Night Football analyst on ESPN. When he was on SportsCenter SVP, he completely echoed what you just heard from Harry Douglas. But the Jets, I'm, I don't know if they're a good football team. I mean, it's hard to look at them tonight and say that they're good. They're great on defense, and yep. I thought the defense was terrific again tonight. But is that a good football team that we watched tonight? No, I don't think so. I think they're a bad team with a great defense is what I think they are. There are no... Lack of facts from what he just said and what you just said. But here's the crux of the problem with the New York Jets and Zach Wilson. They have told everybody who is somebody that this is the guy they want, that this is the guy they believe in. They have no choice because they drafted this guy and overdrafted this guy with the number two pick in the draft, and now he's getting $35 million in guaranteed money. If the Jets want to move on from Zach Wilson, the fifth-year option, they can pick that up when it comes to 2025. But if they want to move on from Zach Wilson, the dead cap hit is going to be about $11 million. Hey, New York Jets, pay that freight because you cannot allow to hide this guy anymore when he can't prove it. He has not proven that he's going to be any kind of successful quarterback. They're going to stick with him this year because there's a certain dude out there named Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers likes Zach Wilson. And let's call it as it is. The power in that organization is not the head coach, Robert Sala. It's not the owner, Woody Johnson. It's that guy that people are desperate to see if he's going to make an appearance again this year when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. If Aaron Rodgers did not like Zach Wilson, there's no way he'd be out there as a starting quarterback. But Aaron Rodgers considers him a pet project. And when you're the king of the hill, they want to make sure you get the finest meats and cheeses. They want to make sure the entertainment is on point, that the court jester is going to be funny, that the musicians will be in tune, that the cook will make the proper meal, because that's where it is with Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. If he looked at Zach Wilson and went, meh, he would not be a starting quarterback. But after this year, you can't massage and hide him anymore, no matter how much of a pet project that Aaron Rodgers regards Zach Wilson as quarterback of the Jets. No, you can't hide him. This is his third year playing in the National Football League, and we haven't seen anything spectacular from Zach Wilson. This was the second overall pick in the draft in which he came out. And we haven't seen anything worthy of the second overall pick since he's mm-hmm. been quarterbacking in the National Football League. You look at last night alone, yeah. right? The offensive line, I get it. They're terrible. They gave up eight sacks. Well, those eight sacks came when Zach Wilson held the ball for more than two and a half seconds. Mm-hmm. We understand the recipe. Us, right. as viewers, <laughs> watching the game. We know what the recipe is for this offense. When Zach Wilson holds the football, Mm -hmm. it's going to be a disaster. When Zach Wilson gets rid of the football under two and a half seconds, miraculous things happen. He went 20 for 22 last night uh, when getting the ball out under two and a half seconds. So that has to be 
like beat across his head over and over again. And it probably is. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's it gets different. It's, it's a little different when you're out there, the loud bullets, and you're playing the game of football and things are coming at you fast. You, you, you probably can't think as quickly as you want to think. But but if he's not doing this in year three, that's a problem. That, that's my point exactly. You can't keep holding on to him. And I understand Aaron Rodgers may like him. Hey, it's a lot of teammates I like. Hell, a lot of teammates like me, but they got my ass up out of there. <laughs> hey, it is what it is, man. I ain't I, Listen, I'm not here – when it comes to this football stuff, I ain't here for, hey, that's my buddy. That's uh, my Man, listen, yeah. if, if if they ain't helping win, mm-hmm. guys to go. Yeah, friendships will stay, but guys who can't play can't stick around. <laughs> that's Roger that goes. Aaron Rodgers not playing, but he was on the Pat McAfee show, and he gave a clue to the injury timetable and if or if he will not be playing once again this year. It's frustrating, but I'm not healthy, so it's hard to even take my mind there at this point. If this were just a real bad calf strain, I'd definitely be out there. You know, it wouldn't be a question. I did it in the 14 season for multiple weeks, um, you know, over that stretch. But we're still uh, we're still a little bit ways off of. Uh, you know, I got I got to hit markers, and then I got to get in the practice field. Then they got to open up the window for me to come back from IR. So we there's a lot a lot that, that has to happen. Not saying it can't get accelerated, but there's still a lot of things I got to do before we can even talk about getting on the field. What would you say? If I told you that's Aaron Rodgers' way of saying he's not going to be back in 2023. Because we hadn't heard that. We heard, I I might be out there. I'm progressing. Anything is possible. He basically knew, I'm not going to fool anybody anymore. But more importantly, I'm not going to fool myself anymore. He's talked about, there are markers that I have to hit. You don't have to be a brain surgeon to know he hasn't hit those markers. And he knows on November 7th, He's not going to hit those markers to be out on the football field. So the Jets essentially are stuck with Zach Wilson for the rest of this year. But hey, as an organization, you better not be stuck with this quarterback on your roster in 2024. And and I would say this about Aaron Rodgers. There's also a sense of reality that sinks in, right? Absolutely. When you're out there watching that football game and you're mm-hmm. seeing the the offensive line not be good mm-hmm. and you're seeing Zach Wilson, mm-hmm. who is young, right, probably has more energy than you getting sacked eight times, you're saying to yourself, oh, a light bulb goes off. Hmm, do I really want to come back this fast <laughs> and, and get hit like this? Behind those bumps on the <laughs> offensive line? Yeah, uh, I don't think so. Not after coming off an Achilles injury. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. So reality sinks in as well, Freddie. No doubt about that. Aaron Rodgers can be accused of a lot of things. Stupid, definitely not one of those things when it comes to him. Mike in Washington, D.C., he wants to weigh in on this on Freddie and Harry Nation at 888-729-3776. Big Mike, what you got, my friend? Hey, love you guys. Freddie Harry, listen to you all the time. I really appreciate it. Appreciate I think you. y'all do a tremendous job. Thank you. Thank but, you. But I, think, but I think you're wrong. I don't think it's Aaron like Zach. He may like him because he's doing him a justice right now. I think the simple fact is that Zach Wilson performing the way he's performing right now sets Aaron up for nothing but success when he comes back either later this year or next year. He can't, ain't nowhere to go but up. You know, I, I can't disagree on that one. No, nah, me either. From Mike in D.C. <laughs> because if you're Aaron Rodgers, yeah, I like him. But yeah, you go out there. To your point, Harry, and what Mike just said, yeah, Aaron Rodgers may have – any kind of affinity for him, but in the words of the great Nino Brown from New Jack City, this is business, B. Nothing personal. Friendships don't apply. Aaron Rodgers will look out for Aaron Rodgers more than anything else. I'm not blaming him for that. I'm saying what it is. And the trampling off of your point, if you're Aaron Rodgers thinking, uh-huh. <laughs> hey, hey, Zach, woo I'm over here. Go handle it, brother. 
I'm here for you. I ain't going back out there to go through that. And I know I got a bum leg after what happened after the fourth play in week one. Yeah, he he may be crazy, but Aaron Rodgers ain't stupid. But, Freddie, he brings up a great point, though, because Absolutely. we've seen Zach Wilson be terrible in 2022, right? And when Aaron Rodgers came upon this football team, he was praised from the highest of the highs. Everyone in New York that's a Jets fan, all people across the National Football League wanted to see him in this green and white uniform, right? Mm-hmm. Fireman Ed excited. Mike mm-hmm. Greenberg excited. Mm-hmm. Everyone that's been uh, thought of it about this organization, Broadway Joe excited. Mm-hmm. But then he goes down. Mm-hmm. So now you see bad again, You're right? and it's only going to escalate the good for Aaron Rodgers when he arrives back. Yeah, there, there are no lies detected when it comes to that. Keep weighing in. Be a part of Freddie and Harry Nation. We always love to hear what you have to say at 888-ESPN-888-729-3776. That allows you to be on Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. You can save when you bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance. So do yourself a favor and visit Progressive.com. Throws over the center of the field. That was popped in the air. Picked off. It is picked off. Quan Martin at the 32-yard line. And Washington's going to get a win in New England. Just a disappointing result. Just got to do a better job of making the plays and we have the opportunities to make them. It's as simple as that. So are we really here with a guy that can be considered the greatest coach in the history of the National Football League when it comes to Bill Belichick? Well, according to Ben Volan of the Boston Globe, we are here. The Pages play this weekend in Germany versus the Indianapolis Colts. And according to Ben Volan, he wrote in the Boston Globe, and I quote, based on my conversations, I don't think it's 100% that Belichick finishes out the season. These next two games before the bye are huge, particularly the Germany game, which is practically the team's Super Bowl for the Crafts and that organization. If Belichick loses at home to the Commanders and then to the Colts and comes home from Germany with a 2-8 record, I think there's a chance the Crafts can make the move in the bye week and installed Gerard Mayo as the interim coach for the final seven games, end quote. Well, that's already halfway happened based on what he wrote last week. They lost to the Commanders. They played the Colts. That led to this. Bill, have you been given any assurances from ownership about your job status for the rest of the season? Yeah, my focus is on getting ready for the Colts. Do you personally believe that you could be coaching for your job this week against the Colts? I'm going to control it. I can control it. I'm going to get ready for the Colts. Just how has this season you know, affected you personally and has it you know, enhanced or diminished your desire to, to continue coaching? Yeah, I do the same thing. I always do it. Try to do the best I can to help our team every week. And has it affected you one way or the other? What have you learned about yourself during a season like this and how have you kind of evolved in any, any ways? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Bill Belichick is over this nonsense. <laughs> he is over it. There's dramatic pause, and then there was that at the end of that by Bill Belichick. Freddie, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> wow, I would be highly, highly shocked. Mm-hmm. Highly shocked if a guy like Bill Belichick is fired before the season is over. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, personally, I think it would be very disrespectful to people. Okay. How, how can you think it's disrespectful? He isn't winning. I understand that. But yeah. everything that he's done for that organization, even if you're going to move on from, from him after the season, mm-hmm. you let him finish this year out. You'll have to. Yeah. He agreed to a new extension last offseason, according to reports that we heard not too long ago. I'm with you. There's no way in hell – 
that they're going to do something like that. The only, only way that they would think about doing something like that, if they lost to the Colts and the bye week is coming up, would be if there was a flat-out mutiny on that football team, like what happened to one of his disciples, Josh McDams of the Las Vegas Raiders. There was a full-scale mutiny that was going to go on. And then Mark Davis, the owner, said, well, can't keep that around. They're ready to throw him in the water with the Sharks, so I'm going to save him from himself. We know Josh McDams, this is not new news here, he does not have that cachet that Bill Belichick has not just with the Patriots, but in the National Football League. But to bring some memory to your memory, he told us in the offseason that he I'm talking about is Robert Kraft. He said he was not going to stand for another season of being a team that's not only a non-playoff team, but a team that people are not thinking about when it comes to relevancy and being a championship contender and not just in their division when it comes to the AFC East. Robert Kraft, let it be known. Yeah, I know you've been here, Bill. I love the success we've had, but at a certain point, if I know this is going downhill, I may do to you what you've done to players. I'm not going to keep you a year past your due date because Bill Belichick has done that to players before. He'd rather get rid of a player a year too early than keep a a player a year too late. And wouldn't it be ironic, let's say Robert Kraft decides to pull that trigger. Mm -hmm. Let's say the Colts beat the Patriots during the bye week. He just washed his hands to Bill Belichick. He will have done the same thing to Bill Belichick that Bill Belichick has done to players when he believed, even in midseason, that you are not worth of any value to any kind of success he was looking to have with the Patriots on the field. Listen, Bill Belichick has cut, let go, second round, third round draft picks. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, it didn't blink twice about it. Mm-hmm. But here's, here's what I would say. Because when you look at the quarterback position for this football team, you look at the skill position group, right? Right. Uh, Those are issues. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, if the New England Patriots, if they're in a position to draft a quarterback and they're able to get a franchise changer, Uh why wouldn't they allow him one more year? And 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 able and they're also able to bring in okay. more more talent. Just saying, okay. just hypo- I know we don't like to do hypotheticals, but uh-huh. but where they're sitting at right now, they have the third worst record in the National Football League. Right, the Patriots. Right? So, I know. Yeah. Wow. So if they're in a position to get their quarterback of the future, yeah, and then you can get some more pieces on the outside. Uh-huh. We know what this defense can be when they get players back from being injured and being on injured reserve. Sure. We know what this defense can be in the DNA of it. Sure. Why wouldn't, if you're Robert Kraft, give mm-hmm. him one more bite at the apple with a young phenom at the quarterback position? Trevor, New York wants to weigh in on this at 888-729-3776. Trevor, what you got, my friend? Yeah, I'm just wondering, man, what are the chances that they will trade Mac Jones in the offseason and get a quarterback somebody that can actually help us win games? Like, obviously, Mac Jones is just not the guy. I mean, I don't know how they can't see it. Like, we need to do something. You guys are great, too. I haven't looked forward to a show this much since Mike and Mike. Man, you guys are awesome. Oh, man, Trevor New York, thank you for the kind words on that. Really appreciate you giving us your time because we know everybody's time is valuable, and we always appreciate anybody giving their time to hang out with us each and every day. Yeah, I'll tell you, where the AFC is currently right now with this moment, Mac Jones is not the quarterback, right? Because you mm-hmm. look at those teams in that division. I can't defend him anymore. You're right. Like, I he's can't. not the quarterback. Freddie, I'm telling you right now, I, I call that Patriots in Miami Dolphins game, and when they got that ball down to the to the tight red zone, to the red zone, mm-hmm. and he threw that interception mm-hmm. uh, to, J- to Jalen Ramsey, yeah. that, I, that did it for me. Mm-hmm. It, it really did. It right. did it for me. And I said, you know what, Mac Jones – is not the guy for this football team. So they're going to have to. Absolutely. Go- it's a must that they draft a quarterback next year. And if I'm anybody in that organization right now,
right now, not players, because players don't think like this, ladies and gentlemen. If I'm anybody else, though, hell, I'm not trying to win no more. I, I, I understand. <laughs> you bring the tankathon to New England, <laughs> and I, I understand what I understand what that logo means, right? right. And the success they've had mm-hmm. over the last twenty plus years, right? Yeah. But what good is it? To continue to win mm-hmm. and decrease your chances at, at getting a franchise changer at the quarterback position. Right. They ain't been right since Tom Brady left. No, they haven't because Tom Brady covered a, a multitude of sins, a lot of missteps when it comes to drafting players or certain free agents. They had old number 12 back there that said, don't worry, just give me what you got and I'll make it work. And for 20 years and six championships, he certainly did that. If anything, the Patriot way was Tom Brady. It really was. We can hear from Bill Belichick and people that have coached under him, that paid your way, that paid your way. That paid your way was fantastic when number 12 was being quarterback. That paid your way has been a Patriot failure ever since Bill Belichick pushed him out the door and did not want to keep him what he felt was past his due date. And if you decide to start over, you Robert Kraft, that means everybody if you're going to do that after this year. I don't think it's going to happen during the season. But then again, it is the NFL. It stands for not for long for a reason, no matter how long you've been there when it comes to Bill Belichick. Keep weighing in at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We got this for you because we got a crack staff, and I mean, at times they belong on crack. In honor of Bill Belichick in New England, what's something that lasted way too long? Let us know at 888-729-3776. I know we're going to get plenty of responses to this. Oh, oh is Bill, that right? Yeah, it, something that lasted too long. Yeah, exactly. Here it, we go, ladies it, and it gentlemen. It's like a TV show. Or a movie, or anything else. Oh, anything. Not a certain NFL owner still having say in the organization. Things like that. Not in the mind of Planet Harry. Look at these damn stipulations. Do we need the band Kiss? They're still torn. Do we still need them torn? Did we need them (laughs) torn back when they were popular? (laughs) You can only go so far. When when old men are in makeup, that's a problem. In honor of Bill Belichick in New England, what's something that lasted way too long? Let us know at 888-729-3776. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. 25 minutes away from James Harden's Clippers debut, and it went like we expected. That's in 25 minutes. But the city that Harden used to play in now belongs to this cat who passes the rock the way Harden used to. Find who we're talking about next on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. The game is over. The Texans dig way deep and come up with a historic performance in beating the Buccaneers. No one wavered. Everyone kept battling to the end, and that's what it takes to be a, a good team. He is Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN radio. Man, can't wait to hear what you have to say in about 10 minutes. And honor Bill Belichick in New England, who seems to be on his last legs, was something that lasted way, way, way too long. Your calls at 888-ESPN. 888-729-3776 on the Dr. Pepper calling line. We'll hear what you have to say in about 10 minutes. But C.J. Stroud is just getting started in a place that James Harden used to call home. And now there's a new sheriff in town with the Texans and that due to C.J. Stroud. Let's talk about that and much, much more. Lance Zierlein does a great job co-host of John and Lance on 97.5 in Houston and also an NFL Network draft analyst. Hit him on social media at Lance Zierlein. Lance, we've seen C.J. Stroud be this way. Being so effective this early in the year for a surprising Houston, Texas team, Lance, how he's been able to do that so early for this team? You know, I I think what you first have to go back to that Georgia game in the playoffs. And, you know, I I wrote CJ up. I've written up every draftable player over the last 10 years. And with CJ, I don't think I've ever seen a quarterback have game tape that looked a certain way. Mm -hmm. And then one game against the best team loaded with NFL talent that makes you say, wait a minute, I need to place much more value on this one game than over the accumulation of other games. And I think if you go back to that Georgia game where he showed a a greater willingness to get outside the pocket, he showed an unbelievable amount of poise and confidence. What he's basically done is taken that game and he wrote it right into the season. And I think he happened to get into – a very good scheme with Bobby Slowick bringing over the passing scheme from from uh, from San Francisco, and then it's just been a matter of he just has a tremendous amount of growth as a leader, as a quarterback. I think he his his accuracy was un, untouchable coming out of college. I mean, he was clearly the most accurate passer. But I think it's more than that, guys. I think it's a matter of he has a certain amount of. He has a certain expectation of success now, especially after that Georgia game, that I think he really believes he is that guy. And there is no more doubt. There's no more uh, um, um, hesitation in his game. And we're seeing somebody who really has learned to not only be a better quarterback, but has learned to be a much more effective leader already at an early age. And Lance, I would say this. I had a chance to interview C.J. Stroud the year that Bryce Young won the Heisman Trophy, right? The Heisman Ceremony up in New York. Yeah. And I was blown away by Bryce, but I was also blown away by C.J. Stroud and how mm-hmm. he conducted himself and just hearing his story and things that he's built on since he was a kid. And right then and there, the leadership quality started way back when. Th- those things mm-hmm. just didn't become at 
Ohio State or in the National Football League. But I'm here to ask you, for a guy that has those leadership qualities early in life and they transition over to the National Football League, how how deem are those guys to have success early on in the National Football League versus someone who's trying to figure those things out? Yeah, I, you think you bring up something really important, and, and you know what his story is. He's had some adversity in his life. Um, you know, it's funny talking to NFL GMs and, and evaluators over the years, and, and my dad was a coach in the league, and, and, you know, one of the things that really stands out is they don't mind players who have gone through adversity. In fact, they, they prefer – players who have gone through adversity because it's through that adversity that you learn coping mechanisms, you learn mental toughness. And listen, adversity sometimes sinks many of us. Right. It's not easy to overcome adversity. But I think when you have overcome adversity, you've learned to work around it. You've learned to excel. There's something in that that really can make you uh, that really can add something special uh, to your character and your mindset. And I think that ability to to unlock that, you know, ability to defeat um, adversity is part of who he is as it comes to, you know, when it comes to being a leader. He's also a guy that is a little bit reserved until he gets to know you. But I think he's starting to open up and and, and really recognize that the wide open and, and some of that, you know, being closed off probably comes from some of the trauma he had with, you know, some of the childhood stuff with his dad and everything. And I think that what you see right now is a guy who is much more open to that leadership role, much more open to being more trusting of coaches and and people around him. And I think he's blossoming, blossoming as, as, as we speak, it's not just on the field with his accurate throws. It's not just reading defenses, but it's everything you talked about, Harry, the ability to really blossom as a person who is going to be a leader of other men at an early age. And I think that's something that's really special that we're seeing this year. The terrific Lance Zero Line co-host of John and Lance on 97.5 in Houston, also NFL Network Draft analyst joining Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. And speaking of playing through adversity, I'm glad you're on the show today, Lance, because you had to go on this show after seeing somebody yeah. retweeting a 2002 concert video oh. of Janet Jackson that George Foster just retweeted. Speak on that because I saw that tweet, then I saw the Twitter. No, I saw the video. I would have been discombobulated too. So explain why you're playing Hurt, and we're really appreciative that you've shown that leadership and adversity by playing Hurt to be on the show. I like how you said Hurt because I am Hurt. It hurts my heart to watch that and then think, what was 2002 Lance Zerline doing? But luckily I met the love of my life and, uh, and, and got married in 2002. But I'm telling you, I mean, it took me back now. I know, fellas, we all go back a little bit. It's a 2002 video, and I'm like, how is this the first time, this concert video, that I'm seeing Janet with some man strapped up against some kind of table, Mm -hmm. and she's in a black leather, like, cat suit, Mm -hmm. like, Catwoman (laughs) suit, and Mm -hmm. I'm just... I'm like, I got to go on with Freddie and Harry after this. Like, this is, I need some more time. I'm in my office writing up. Right now, I'm, I'm writing up Toledo cornerbacks. I'm writing up draft prospects. And I got radio. Then I got Janet Jackson in her prime. I mean, wow. Wow. I'm glad I got some tequila in this refrigerator for after I'm done. It was like the velvet rope video with George Foster. Oh, my God. Wasn't it, White Lance? 
Yeah, it was, and I don't, and and that's wrong for George to put that out there when he knows I got work to do. <laughs> I mean, I got to stay off of Twitter when I'm trying to get work done. <laughs> I love it, Lance. I love, you. I love every bit of it. I, let, me, let me ask you about Daniel Jones. Please do. With, with, the, with the injury to Daniel Jones, should the Giants look yeah. to drafting a quarterback next year for their team? Yeah, I think you have to because the problem was. The worst thing in the world is to have a quarterback be slightly above average. And Daniel eventually got there. He wasn't even that way for the first couple of years. But once you have a slightly above average quarterback, then it becomes a devil you know versus the devil you don't. And teams feel like they have to pay, you know, yep. elite money for a quarterback that's not elite. And I think that's a mistake a lot of teams get roped into right now is in baseball you get paid relative to what your abilities are you don't just get paid what's his turn so he gets paid we do see that some in basketball with the max contracts but at the quarterback position is the only position running backs uh, most wide receivers dns you know uh, guards we don't see guys just well it's his turn so he gets the maximum amount of money at quarterback that's still happening and we've got guys who don't impact the game like daniel jones getting that money and it has an impact on the rest of the team. And it's no slight to Daniel Jones. I'm just saying, you know, realistically, I don't think he's worth that kind of money. Mm -hmm. And now you're coming off the Achilles and this may be time for the Giants to say, look, we'll roll with Daniel Jones one more year, but we need to draft somebody behind him and see what happens with him. We saw, I mean, look, they did it with Aaron Rodgers and, and, and it clearly worked in a different direction. And maybe that would happen with the Giants too. But I think in this draft class, it's going to be deep at quarterback. It probably makes some sense to go grab a quarterback early on. 30 seconds left. Caleb Williams at USC, Drake Mayer, North Carolina. You got the number one pick in the draft. You're picking. Who are you taking? I mean, I can't believe after Janet Jackson you would try this on me. <laughs> I just told you about Janet. Honestly, Freddie, I need more time to study him. I, I got to watch him in depth and up close. And after Janet, you caught me on the wrong day. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. We'll have you back when you have that kind of answer. You have that kind of time. Great stuff, I'll be Lance. ready to roll. I'll I, be ready to roll. Yes, you will. Lance, thank you so much, man. I'll talk to you soon. And thank you so much for joining okay, us, Freddie Harry. Yeah, uh, that was tremendous. Lance Zerline, co-host of John and Lance on the terrific ninety-seven point five ESPN Radio in Houston, also does a great job as an NFL Network analyst and on Twitter at Lance Zerline. His last name spelled Z I E R L E I N. By the way, Google that video, and believe me, you're welcome. This public service message brought to you by Freddie Coleman and Where my Harry phone and Freddie and Harry. You were looking at your phone when I mentioned Harry. Like, I don't know about this. Harry, like, mm, I got to take a look at this right you now. Best, you better believe it. Yeah, right now he's going to be. He, there's nothing to it but to do it, baby. <laughs> so he's going to be looking at that. But we want to hear from you at triple eight say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. A lot of people wondering if this could be the last year for Bill Belichick as head coach in New England. What's something else that lasted way too long? 888-729-3776. Your calls are next on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. So what has lasted too long? Like a bad marriage? 
a terrible cookout, a church service. We want to hear from you right now. Freddie and Harry. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman together on SiriusXM Channel 80. Don't forget about us on TuneIn and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. It could be Bill Belichick's last season in New England. So what is something that has lasted way too long? We're going to weigh in later on this because I'm sure that Harry's got a story. Devin Kane, Shannon Penn, Samuel Pierce, our producer, got a story. You know I got a couple. But we want to hear from you at 888-729-3776. What's something, in your opinion, that has lasted way too long in honor of Bill Belichick, who may be on his last legs, his last year in New England? Ken in Indiana, my friend, what do you have? Hello? Go ahead, Ken. Go ahead, Ken. What is something that's lasted way too long? Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, we got you, Ken. Okay, the chick girl. I'm going with the Jerry girl, and it's too long. <laughs> I think the phone call almost lasts as long as the Jerry girl. He has that soul glow. <laughs> <laughs> How'd, you, how'd you do coming to America? Uh-huh. That soul glow. <laughs> the best part about that scene is when the, the relatives get up and there's just Off nothing the couch. but, the, but, the, but the, the activator still on the couch. Yep. But they had the party at the house. That soul glow. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to that, Allen and Marilyn, was something that's lasted way too long in your opinion, my friend? I think the Fast and the Furious movies, they went from stealing cars to stealing a bolt through a city to going to outer space, and they're still going to be making more movies. So I think at this point, they just need to just stop. What is it like Fast and Furious 38 now? It's entirely too many, because I am on the same page with Alan. <laughs> And my and, and my yeah. wife loves loves those movies. So my every time too. one comes out, she's like, "Hey, honey, we gotta go see the Fast and Furious movie." I was like, "I mean, the same thing. We always go watch." <laughs> Don't you just go in the theater and just turn your brain off for two hours? Is oh, that she, what those points? No, are? no. no she'll tell to. you, I yeah. fall asleep in the movie theater in a heartbeat. You fall asleep in Fast and the Furious at the blink of a second. No problem. Man, that has no effect on you, huh? You already know I don't sleep much, so I, that's a perfect opportunity I, for me to go to sleep. <laughs> I could have said you go to like a rom-com. <laughs> no, bombs bursting in the air, cars, violence, and all that stuff. Harry's like, go to sleep, go to sleep. Catch, catch on, you're resting in a Fast and Furious movie. Now I've heard it all as far as now, that goes. Now don't mess around. Don't let me have a little piece of candy before I go in there. We'll leave that for another day, though. Anyway, Reggie in Florida. <laughs> Reggie, my brother, what's something that's lasted way too long in your opinion? Freddie Harris, love you guys, man. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Thank you. When you posed, yes, when you posed, when you threw this question out, I didn't even have to think about it. Didn't have to uh, mull it over. For me, it's the boxing career of the great, the greatest of all time, Muhammad Ali. Mm. That was painful. Yeah, painful. I, 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 I didn't want to see that. I'm glad you said that, Reggie in Florida, because just seeing him at the end against the. Larry Holmes of the world and the Trevor Burbicks of the world. I never want to see people go out on their shield like that. I don't want to see that or when Willie Mays to go back in the past where he falls down sliding around second. He always represented joyous and running and stealing bases in baseball. To me, that's painful. And somebody has stayed just a wee bit too long when they were a Hall of Fame player, no matter what sport that is. I would say this about Muhammad Ali, man, going to the University of Louisville and being, being mm-hmm. around that city. Um, it was a pleasure, yeah. like when I was there, just being able to represent him and what he stood for right. around the city of Louisville. So Muhammad Ali, man, he 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 is a legend worldwide. No but doubt. in the city of Louisville, whoo, 
Oof, he's yeah. a god, man. Can you imagine that no matter where you go in the world, people know who the hell you are? That was Muhammad Ali. Yep. He could have gone to Timbuktu. Muhammad Ali. Everybody, Ali Bumaye. Can you imagine what that Ali. must be? Bumaye. Ali. Ali. Bumaye. By the way, greatest sports documentary, in my opinion, when we were kings. Before the fight against George Foreman. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. To me, that's the best sports documentary that's ever made. Just my opinion. Ryan in Michigan, what is something that lasted way too long, my friend? All right. So, uh, Bill Belichick, obviously, been around a long time, been a great story. Story's kind of ended. Uh, kind of grasping as straws to continue going. Almost shows like shows like uh, you know The Walking Dead. Been a long run. Most of your cast isn't there anymore. <laughs> what are you doing? Sequels don't work. Spinoffs don't go anywhere. <laughs> the Walking Dead literally became The Walking Dead. <laughs> that was that was me, guys. That, that was, was me. That was I stayed all what 10, 11 seasons. There were that many seasons. Yes, I, I stayed the whole time because once I once I start a task, I got to finish it. I got to see it through. Yeah. So yeah, I knew it, it started going bad maybe after season six or whatever. But I just I, I had to I had to finish it. Beginning, middle, and end. Basic storytelling. When you start involving zombies, not near Halloween, I'm out. I never got into Walking Dead. Me neither. That's not for me. Yeah, I mean, especially the, the kind of the moral questions. Yep. That would be who to save and who not to save. That, that's just a bit too real for me when it comes to TV. Oh, we got one coming yeah. up here. Jawaski in Georgia. What is something that has lasted way too long, Jawaski? Sadly, me being an Atlanta Falcons fan, I just can't do it anymore. I've been I've been depressed since the Super Bowl. We just we just can't get it right. I don't know if it's the coaching. I don't know if it's the culture. I I just can't do it anymore. I've, I've tried. I've tried. It's just after the game Sunday, I just said I I could do it. Wow. I almost had two pints of hen just for that. So <laughs> two. can't do it anymore. Two. You, ah, that, you know that hen that hen would make you sin too. Listen, Jawaski, I'm gonna tell you this right now. Okay. Don't leave, lose faith, man. Keep the faith. Do not go astray on us, man. Yeah. Stay committed to the process, man. We need you. And I say we because I'm right there with you. We need you, baby. We need you. We need all of us right now at this moment. Jawaski, I've been a long-suffering Jets fan all my life. Brother, you can hang in there. Hang in there. Believe me. If I, it might be by a shoestring, but hang in there. You know, whatever it is, you should have more hope in your organization then I should have hope with my New York Jets who are never going anywhere anytime soon or anytime, <laughs> anytime later. I can't, hanging in is one thing. I don't know what it says about me. He got to drink that hand. Drink that hand. I don't think he needs the hand anymore. <laughs> get, some, get some tequila. Okay, that makes things a lot better now. <laughs> frying pan fire. Fire frying pan. Like the, like two pints of him wasn't enough. Let's t- I, let's I join on, you. Yeah, let's talk about the tequila chaser. According to Harry Douglas. <laughs> He's Harry Douglas and Freddie Cohen together. And Freddie and Harry, we're going to talk about the happiness in Philadelphia. That has more to do with the 76ers than the Cowboys beating being beaten by the Eagles on Sunday. Keep it on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and Sirius XM Channel 80. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI 
to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.